I know today we were talking about building slow and steady uh, because, I don't know, I grew up in a really scarce environment where get-rich-quick schemes seemed like the best thing to do. And I saw those work really well when we could work, when we could grind, when we could hustle as hard as we could. And that took a toll on our family, that took a toll on our finances, that took a toll on just a lot. Um, And they worked really well. They did what they were supposed to do. But the problem with that mindset and and working in a fury like that is it's dependent on you and your ability to maintain that level of commitment and hustle. And kind of just breaking down today how blessed I feel (coughs) (coughs) to have the ability to build not only our family and home in a slow and steady environment where we are present and working together as a unit to accomplish things, um, but also to be doing that in my business and to be building things with intention and presence required to really build something that is long lasting and sustainable. Let's go. Hey, you're on this journey, on this season five vibe, and everything season five, as I'm forecasting what it will look like, is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing, and fine-tune correcting what that looks like, and just living. And we started out this show, you know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life and it's all lived out loud and this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth so you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that i am promising you will be there you will end up lost you are not going to get there just know that um but it's It's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real and this is all real. This is me living my life out loud so we can all do our dreams.
Hey yo, welcome <coughs> to the death of a cough podcast. No, just kidding. To the death of a dream podcast where we do dreams. It's all about that journey. You know, I really thought this would be a little more linear. I didn't realize there would be so many back and forths and rediscoveries and movements and all the things, but that's what this is. And that's why this huge body of work is so important. Yes, it is my journey. It is my journey as an example of how complicated this is. It's not as easy as just standing up and being like, okay, I'm motivated. I'm here doing the dreams. Hey, yeah. Doesn't work like that. Yep, I found my way out of that and I found my way to a million dollars that quickly. It was amazing. It really was. All I did was change my mindset and make my bed. <coughs> All vital things. But really what's important about this journey is that it is the testing of a lot of things. It's the trying on, it's the messing up, it's the coming back to the drawing board and the continuation, the forward progress of your ideas and your full being. And it's complicated and it's messy and you are going to have to be willing to throw some things against the wall more than just words. Words won't work. So... Um, Every day we ground ourselves in our greatness to give ourselves this nice long list of accomplishments or, or things that we feel great about ourselves doing because we spend a lot of time in the headspace of (coughs) doing the exact opposite. Right? We kind of like to hang out there. Oh, it's so nice. We just, yeah, we're losers. We are. No, you're not a loser. You're amazing being. And I think, you know, appreciating and supporting and loving. Oh, are you excited? It's the 100th day of school. That's why you're up moving around so quickly. It's very fun. Miss Baylor is here getting her socks on this morning and all of her stuff. And I just woke them up. And I was like, oh, maybe I won't wake them up because, but I like to give them plenty of time to wake up, to take their time waking up, (coughs) but it seems like they did not need time this morning because it's the hundredth day of school. I don't think she's as excited about the hundredth day of school as you are. Okay, why don't you go brush your hair and your teeth? I don't want to. I need a. Uh, I need breakfast. Did you make your bed? Yes, I made my bed. I did. I'm Okay. So, anyways, um, my great thing from yesterday was our nonprofit had our yearly presentation um, direction meeting last night. And so I got to present at that 
And I don't know that it's presenting. Really, it's just facilitating a meeting. And I love the activity of those meetings. Just this like, there's a palpable energy every time that we do it of people connecting and the importance of that. And we've gotten so far away from that. I think we forget how vital that is, how like the human effect, like we crave that stuff. We need it to survive. We can tell ourselves that it's important to live on an island and that we don't need humans and blah, blah, blah. But we do. We need human connection. We crave it all the time. We need it. And so I love starting the meetings off based in connection and making people connect maybe in a way that might be a little uncomfortable, but inevitably is going to force you to talk to people, people you haven't met before, maybe people you have met before, but have a little bit deeper conversation. Um, Yeah, it's really fun. And I love (coughs) running those meetings every year. I love, um, well, this is our second year. I love that the first time that we did it, we really had no structure. We had no board members. We were just kind of a group of people that kept getting together saying like, yeah, I think I could be excited about fixing that problem. Hey, I think I could as well. And yeah, really just diving in head first. And so to have all of that in a year, in under a year, uh, and to be representing that was really, it was fun. It was fun. It was energizing. It was cool to have people who understood what we were about, who bought in, um, who, who bought in really, and who got excited about what we were trying to do and what we were going to do. So yeah, I think, (coughs) you know, everybody, it was equal, opportunity, like put it all out there, invite people to be a part of this thing, invite people to contribute to the work of the community. And it's always fun. It's, it's always fun. And I always leave there energized. So I am very thankful for that portion of the work that I get to do because it's always exciting. It's always uh, motivating, inspiring. (coughs) 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 Um, And just fun to be in a group of people who are like-minded and driven and looking to help, um, help accomplish things, help, contribute to all the different things. So yeah, um, pretty, pretty stoked about that. Just stoked. I know stoked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a great meeting. It was great turnout. The first year that we did it, we did hand invites. We literally walked around and invited everyone. And this time, um, we did a much lighter lift to test like the power of our 
email lists to test the power of our social media and then um, traditional forms <coughs> of contact. And I would say we had probably about an equal size to that first group. And we had a different makeup of people than we did that first year. So really cool, really great response, really great um, energy and involvement. And I think, you know, we got some people who are going to continue helping to do this work, which is very, very exciting. Um, so yeah, that's my great thing. Facilitated a meeting. Um, it went really well and that will probably be the last meeting that I facilitate, um, this, that'll probably be my last destination Denver meeting that I facilitate because it's going to be time to start handing some of those things off. And, you know, that's really exciting. I, there are people so much more capable than I am and I can't wait to continue passing the torch to people who are deserving of that role and responsibility as well. So, uh, that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself, recognize yourself for your greatness. Uh, so I had this thought this morning and yesterday morning about kind of this ability to go at things slow and steady. (coughs) 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 And in the environment that I was raised in, sort of everything was a fury, like a race to the finish line, this like highly competitive cutthroat world where everybody's out to get you and you can't slow down, right? Because that would make you weak. That would make you someone that they could fire. That would make you someone that's not important. And I think, you know, this idea of, of, having to show up of having, having to be cutthroat of having this competitive cutthroat lifestyle really is born from a scarce lifestyle and an egoistic lifestyle, right? Our ego says, whoa, we have to be there. I have to be there. They can't do it without me. Like, no, they can, and they need to be able to. (coughs) <clears throat> and our ego will tell us otherwise. Like, nope, I have to be important. I have to be needed. I have to be here. What if I'm not here? And, you know, when I removed myself from that thought, from this like hustle grind, I have to be the one, um, it really made a big difference in my approach to things and my ability to hand things over to other people who were equally as talented, who who deserved opportunities just like I did and who could, could carry the torch, right? Like could do this and could do it better than me. And prior, I would say I was always like, nope, no one could do this better. And it's important that they don't because if they do it better, they're going to take my job or they're going to, they're going to be better than me. They're, they're going to be seen as the star employee. If I'm not the star employee, then really who am I? And the, the removal of the ego in that instance is really key here because 
we shouldn't be tying our identity to anything. Because most, most things are just things and they can be taken away just as easily as they were given to us. Isn't that fun? Oh my gosh, isn't that so fun? Love being a human. Just love it. Love it so much. Um, not. No, thank you. Uh, but we want, we want that when we're attached to our ego. We want that tie. We want that responsibility. We need that identity because we haven't really done the work to figure out what's real and what's important and who, who are we really in our being without anything? Who are we in our being? How do we just want to be in this world? And I wanted to be calm and cool and, you know, transparent and real and just goofy and silly and not all that serious. And I don't need to claim responsibility for the things. I think a lot of people give me that. And I want to be like, no, just take it back. I don't need to be responsible for any of this. It's okay. It's important that it is our community. It's important that it is the people who are here. It's important that sure, I'm a piece of that, but we're really creating a system that is built to empower the people that are doing that work, that is built to highlight, engage, and push those people. Because a, what if I'm not here? And B, I don't care. Like, I don't care if I get notoriety for these things. I really don't. I really just want to see it get done. So whether it's my idea or your idea or anybody's idea, it, it's, it's a null point. We just want to see the work get done. Whoever brings that to life, whoever does that, then just wins out. They win. And a lot of times when we're still connected to whose was whose and what was what, like, that's when we know, right? <coughs> that that's really a, a ego puff our chest. We need to be recognized for this. And that's okay. Right. But I feel really blessed that somehow I made it out of that world, especially when being raised in that world. That was how I grew up. Everything we did and committed our life and our attention to was like get rich quick or compete to be the best. Right. And man, it just was an exhausting grind. And it's only a grind because you're trying to, to force something. Like that kind of, of wealth doesn't come from hardcore race to the finish line, compete, death, throwdowns. It comes from slow, steady, collaborative <coughs> approach. You can't get there on your own. And when you look at like get rich quick schemes, you look at sort of these scarce 
model mindsets of, of how to do any one thing. That's what they're rooted in. Competition, stepping over and on one another to get to the top. This cutthroat, like, listen to their meetings. What are they approving and appreciating? It's not approving and appreciating people for being good humans. It's approving and appreciating people for, you know, not sleeping for six days straight so you can make more calls than the other person so that you could climb your way to the top. You are so committed. You are so driven. You are amazing. And crazy thing is I watched some of those schemes play out and it was like the second that you stopped being able to hustle and be cutthroat and kill, go in for the kill and not collaborate, but kill when they burned out of that work and they do because it's, it's not a sustainable model. Um, they lost it all. They lost it all. And some of them got really used to that lifestyle. But, you know, they weren't seeing their people. It wasn't balanced. <coughs> um, it wasn't balanced. And I say, like, there are going to be times of unbalance. And I think, you know, um, Jeff Bezos put this in a really great perspective for me, that it's about harmonizing. And I think we're getting closer to harmonizing of like my family, the core four, they really understand that this business is very important, that it is, it is going to be a very important piece of our lives. And so they understand that, hey, mom's working on this really important project. You know, can we bring her food? <coughs> Can we stop in to see her and support her? Because this is really great. Generally, they're not like, oh, mom's gone again, because they understand when I am gone, it's because there's work that has to get done that requires me. And they find a way to, to harmonize, to understand like, okay, yeah, this is, we're a part of this build too. Like, how can we help? What can we do? And then there's the side of me harmonizing their lives, working in with that. And so like I've gotten people to come and work and, and cover weekends so that I can be at volleyball tournaments or like this weekend we're opening late and my customers, right. They have to understand like, Hey, we're going to come in an hour late because <coughs> we can watch basketball <coughs> that morning. But we'll be here after that. And, you know, that, that harmony is something that I'm still working on. But I think that he put that in a really great perspective. And see, this is why harmony does not work in sped up situations. Because you're not moving steady and slow enough to be able to communicate. <coughs> to be able to let 
your family know. And I think I moved in that way early on because that was all that I saw. Like once you got the chance to hustle and grind, everything else had to fall by the wayside. And we didn't really have responsibility outside of that. There was no harmony. There was no balance. And it was important that there not be because it's competitive, it's cutthroat. And the second that you stop to breathe, there really is no, you lose, you lose. And I saw that. I mean, my mom got into every get rich quick scheme that there was growing up, it seems like. And she got, she, she, she was really good in that world. Cause I think she's similar to me and like this ability to hyper-focus and to, to not let things get in to just grind <coughs> until you're there. And those schemes, they love people like that because they do, they do grind, they do build, they do very well in those scenarios. And eventually they burn all the way out, right? You can't keep going at that pace for very long, but you probably do make a lot of money very quickly. And then like the uh, old wives tale says, if you make it quick, you won't hold on to it or something like that. It's just like, it's always going to go away. And so I feel extremely blessed um, to be in this state of slow and steady. There really is no rush to get any of this done. And I see people try to show up in this work from that ego rush competitive place where they want to come in and, and own the room and own, own all the things. And it's like, okay, you can go for it. Um, but there is no reason to rush any of this. Like it's really important that we are slowly building the infrastructure that will be required. And sure, there's a bazillion things that we want to do that we want to get to, but it is really a slow, steady, methodical system building, learning and understanding our systems, learning and understanding how we want to work within those really pace. Um, that's, that's how we got to move. That's where we want to go. And so, um, I don't know. I think that I feel really grateful to have to have transitioned to this world. And I think it's really important as I build my company. You know, I was saying about local yesterday, it's like if we want to build another location, and we do, um, then we still have some systems and processes over the next year that we have to figure out at <coughs> the, the store now. Okay, great. We can spend the next year figuring that out. And we also have to be spending time to build the infrastructure that will allow us to make that second location happen, that will allow us to continue expanding this concept, this idea. We have to keep 
building that. And in order to build that, right, we have to have aims. We have to have things related to that growth that we are working on specifically. And we probably have to start meeting consistently as well. And so I got to talk to a couple of the core team members of local about like, where do we go from here and what's next? And those discussions were really exciting, really exciting to have, really exciting to, you know, continue discussing and to just think about. Like I I have a group of people that I meet with every two weeks to work on the downtown and just having that kind of slow, steady meeting cadence, I think really set us on this trajectory to actually accomplish the things that we set out to accomplish. And, um, I'm excited to see that same thing applied to local with this team, with this group of really powerful people that I have kind of onboarding to that system and that idea. And, um, yeah, it's just a really big blessing to move a family out of scarcity, out of that scarcity mindset, right? Like, that we have to hustle and grind and and move. And I feel really blessed to even have my business out of that scarcity mindset and movement because, you know, absolutely. We've got people in all these places who were like, hurry up, if I can just take your model and I can do it here, then I'll be successful just like you, right? And I'm like, yeah, <coughs> we're not rushing this. There is no reason, um, you know, franchise is a, a, a rushed way of doing things. And do we need to rush? We're perfectly successful where we're at right now. Um, and so really slow and steady movement, slow and steady additions to my schedule as a speaker, as a spreader of this idea and, and discussion. Um, just that, that pace that's required to build something that's going to stick. To really build something that you can believe in. And, you know, it just, it, it all takes time. It does. And what beautiful time, you know, like I really enjoy slowing down and making my kids breakfast before school and slowing down and making their lunches for school and slowing down and walking with them to school. And do you want to know what our mornings used to sound like? Wake up. What are you doing? We got to get ready. And I'd like rush my kids all the time. And and once in a while they'd be in tears and just like, well, suck it up. I got to get to work. I don't have time for your tears. 
move on. And now to be able to slow down in those moments where the emotions overwhelm them and, and have meaningful conversations about regulation and to be the person who holds the calm space for them because I'm not so rattled in my life that I don't have the ability to pay attention to that or to slow down and recognize that and have the connection and meaningfulness that (coughs) is required in those moments. And I don't, To be able to do that for my family, to be able to do that for our collective mindset, to be able to do that in my business and my nonprofit and everything that I own to apply this like, hey, we're not getting rich overnight. It's okay. It's okay. We can just breathe through it. We can just be in this growth space we can we can do this we will get there there is no reason to react there is no reason to get crazy or out of control it just is what it is and we're we're moving forward at a pace that's doable for our group for our community for my business and for our lives And that doesn't mean that it doesn't get crazy and we don't get overwhelmed with our schedules once in a while, but it does mean we can build our business and our family slow and steady, consistent and strong. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah Nuss. And I would love to see you there. Go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here. I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. Change the world. Mm-hmm.